as the year is coming to an end, take time out to remember people, to remember things, to remember situations. See, because the devil and the world system makes it rather easy to remember bad things, bad people, bad situations, bad experience. It's not very difficult to recollect a bad experience. And it is bad experiences that make us be, have a traumatic encounter. Do you understand? Yeah. Nobody gets an amazing gift and falls over and faints, generally. Do you understand? We'll say thank you, and then we'll be excited for a day. But when it is bad, you don't need any consciousness for it to stick with you. But what the scripture is encouraging us is that we have to remember people, things, God, situations that have been, and you have to do it consciously. Otherwise, you will forget. Otherwise, you will forget. That's why sometimes it's even good to write it down, you know, and that is what brings about ingratitude and our inability to be thankful. Because if you don't remember, you can't be thankful. It's only if you remember that you, you'll be thankful. But if you don't remember, you won't be thankful. You understand? Yeah. Sometimes we, are get, we get so upset with our parents, forgetting that they've done so much. Even the young, those of us who have young children, haven't you realized? You bought them Tom and Jerry. You bought them this. You bought them this. Then they say, can I have Ken the door? You say, no. They'll be like, that mommy doesn't like me. And sometimes that's how we also behave with God. God does so much for us. And what we are waiting for becomes the monument and the hill on which we rise and fall on. May we find time to say thank you to our spouses. You see, a lot of the time, familiarity also makes us not be thankful. We become familiar with people, become familiar with our husband, familiar with our wife, familiar with our children, familiar with our pastors, our ministers, familiar with our siblings. After all, it's just, but it's, it's not just, it's a valuable treasure you have in your life. And it is not the world's way. Do you get it? The world's way is that, give me, give me, give me. You don't give me anymore. I'm gone. Yeah. That's why Tinder and all these dating sites are working so well. Because we don't remember. Yeah. I don't want you anymore. I don't like you anymore. I'm leaving. I'm going. I'm going. Yeah. Those of you who have gone around a bit, don't raise your hand. Those of you who have managed to go around a bit, have you realized that it's almost the same? There's so much for us to remember. There's so much. I'm just going to encourage us with a few scripture. And then I pray that we will. How many of us have had some battles this year? How many of us have had some battles? How many of us are still handling some battles? But will not. How many of us, because of the battles, would like to give up on God? 
you know? Let us not be a church where we are pretentious and act as if we are the way we are because we are problem free. We are not problem free. We are the way we are because we remember. Remember that God brought us through situation one, through situation two, through situation three. Situation four is on his radar. Situation four, he's working on it. Whatever you are going through now may seem to have lasted longer than you would have liked it to. But the God that you have chosen to put your faith in, he neither sleeps nor slumbers. He doesn't have working hours. He's always on call. The struggle we have is because his ways are not our ways. And how he's planning to deal with this particular situation is not the same as he, he did with the other situation. So if you are looking at the prototype of the last situation, you will miss it. You will almost think that God is not going to do anything, but he is going to do it. Don't let the current situation cripple you. Don't let the current situation cause you to backslide. Don't let the current situation make you open your mouth to utter things you ought not to utter. In fact, if there's a time you should shut up the most, it's when you are going through. When you are going through and you want to open your mouth, find scripture and just read it out loud. And shut up. Don't engage yourself in and with people who will help you remain rather than move on. They can be Christians. See, you can even use scripture to let people remain in prison. If you don't have an encouraging word for a brother or a sister, you also shut up. If you don't have an encouraging word for yourself, tell self, I have nothing to tell you. We get so used to being able to speak our mind, say our thoughts, not realizing that you are cementing something that God is trying to break away. I don't care how long it's been there. Because sometimes God has even left it there for your safety. I pray that we'll trust God enough to also allow his timetable to work for us. When Paul tells us that he glories in his infirmities, it sounds crazy. Who rejoices with the struggles that they're going through and the challenges that they have? It's only the one who knows that it is perfecting something in them. It is making them stronger in their faith. That God, there's a plan in the madness. There's a plan in the confusion. All things work together for your good. All things, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It takes you going through ugly to be able to say that I am more than a conqueror. Yeah. Yeah. Let us move away as a church, as a Christian, 
from being paralyzed by the first challenge we come across, by the first setback we have. And should I share something with you? You'll always find a community who will paralyze with you or for you. And as a friend, as a neighbor, as a sibling, your position is not to endorse misery. See, there are people around you who like you to be miserable because the more miserable you are, the more you need them. I don't know who I'm saying this for. Because if your misery goes, then they are of no value. When you are miserable, you depend on them. When you are miserable, they have to come and comfort you. When you are miserable, they have to come and encourage you. But if you are not miserable, you can rise up in the morning and get moving. They might not get a call from you for a couple of days. So your misery determines their relevance. But God has not delivered us so that we'll go back into bondage. It is bondage. Yes, you don't see the prison guard physically, but you are in prison. If your challenges and your struggle makes you stay down, depressed, you are in prison. And the only person who has those prison keys is you. I am helping us this afternoon to come to the place where we remember the goodness of God, the mercies of God, the help of God, the favor of God, God's kindness, his forgiveness, that we come to the place where we elevate that. You have to remember God. You have to remember people. And you have to remember yourself. Sometimes we are even thankful this person helped me. We are thankful God came through for me. But you also have to thank yourself that yourself didn't carry you to a bad place. Those of us who work in certain places, have you ever typed out an email and then not sent it and was thankful you didn't send it? Okay, there are too many of them. Father, I pray. <laughs> yeah. That one you have to say, self, God bless you. Yeah. You would have lost your job. Yeah. Sometimes you... Type a resignation letter. And then you get up and go and make coffee. <laughs> then when you come back, you say, where am I going? <laughs> yeah. Remember yourself. Remember yourself. Remember. Yes. You see, some people are so self-indulgent that we have to pull them back. But for most of us, we have to also elevate self a little bit. And say, well done. You went through 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022. Well done. It's been tough, but here we are. Sometimes we didn't feel like learning. Sometimes we didn't feel like going to work. Sometimes we didn't feel, but somehow we made it through. Well done. Self will do better next year. Yeah. Even when you rebuke self, because some of you too, you need to rebuke self. Self, this year we misbehave quite a bit. <laughs> But we've heard the word today. Self, next year we'll do better. Thank people. Remember people. Call them. Say thank you. Thank you. You organized lunch for me. Thank you for the 50 pounds you gave me. It helped. 
I needed 2,000, but he gave me 50. But he helped. Yes, because you see, sometimes we despise help. I wanted my rent paid, then you came to drop 100 pounds in my pocket. One of the most thankless jobs on the planet is being a pastor, a minister, whatever. You know, if you are not careful as a pastor, you can easily give up pastoring and become a school teacher or a dorm monitor. Yeah. And you see, can I be real in this conversation? Yeah. We can use scripture and say that, listen, we are not working unto men. We are working unto God. It is God who has called us. It's true. Those are your scriptural backing. But the reality of man is that gratitude pulls things out of you. Have you seen how when I'm at home and I need something from Reverend, the names are different. When you say bishop, something different is coming. If I, yeah. Listen, 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 listen. If I go into a room and I go and say, uh, Christopher, oh, please, 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 please. So what I'm saying is that in this time of remembrance, we should also remember, you know, our department, our department leaders, our pastors, our ministers, remember you see, there are things that are done for you that you don't see. There are prayers that are said for you that they don't kind of say, I prayed for you. You understand? There are coverings you have that you, you just take for granted. But take time out and say thank you. And don't become familiar. Don't become familiar. Don't become familiar. Yeah. Don't become. Especially when you're in a church like this, that relationships are born, you know, don't do man of God, man of God. Maybe if I had a balloon on, you know, it will help, you know, bring fear and unction. You don't need it. You just have to have it. Do you get what I'm saying? Isaiah 54. Remembrance. I want this to be a sober message for us. Some of us will be going to spend Christmas at home. We're going to spend Christmas with family or friends or spouse or I want you to go with a certain mindset and a certain heart that as I'm going, I'm going to be grateful to my mother. I'm going to be grateful to my parents. I'm going to do, they haven't done everything for me, but what they've done for me, I, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> Isaiah 54. I'll read verse 4 to 8. We have a few scriptures to read and we have about 10 minutes to go. And then we share the grace. Four to eight, the NLT says that fear not, you will no longer live in shame. Don't be afraid. There is no more disgrace for you. You will no longer remember the shame of your youth. So Isaiah 54 was talking about barrenness and what God can do and step in. It says that, and the sorrows of widowhood. Verse five. For your creator will be your husband. The Lord of heaven's armies is his name. You see, this scripture is making us realize that we should just, you know, when we are saying God, we should think of the fact that the person we are mentioning, 
He's our creator. He's the Lord of heaven's armies. He is your redeemer. He is the holy one of Israel. He is the God of all the earth. That's the one who is in charge of your life. For the Lord has called you back from your grief. May the Lord call somebody back from their grief. As though you were a young wife abandoned by her husband, says your God. For a brief moment, I abandoned you. But with great compassion, I will take you back. I pray that as children of God, even when we are going through challenge, we know that even if God has allowed something to happen, it is that same God who is going to come and take us back. He's the same one who is going to come and deliver us. He's the same one who is going to bring us out of it. He says that, but with great compassion, I'll take you back. In a burst of anger, I turned my face away for a little while, but with everlasting love, I will have compassion on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. Amen. I was looking at what it means to remember. I'll give you quite a few, and then we'll read one scripture and go home. To remember... is to have in one's mind or to be able to bring to one's mind an awareness of someone or something. Having in one's mind or be able to bring into one's mind an awareness of someone or something. Have you seen how we just forget people very easily? Very, very easily. It says to be able to bring back a piece of information into your mind. You see, remembrance always has to do with either a person or an activity that has already taken place. Do you understand? You don't remember somebody you don't know. You don't remember somebody you haven't met. You don't remember something that didn't never happened. You don't remember a situation that never existed. Anything that has a potential for remembrance is something that already exists or has existed. To keep a piece of information in your memory. One of the things I pray that December is going to do for us is that we're going to juggle things around. Because the Bible also teaches about, about remember not. There are things that you should not remember. So we are going to use remembrance to push out non-remembrance. <laughs> yeah. You understand? You have to push. Space will always be occupied. You understand? Yeah. The, nature avoids vacuum. Nature avoids vacuum. So does your mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't tell me that, no, I don't want to think about anything. That's not true. You, you, will think, you are thinking about not thinking about anything. <laughs> so it says to keep a piece of information or memory. And one of the things that my IT skills have taught me, other than the QR code, is the fact that the memory can get full. <laughs> you see, my, yeah, I know, right? I know, I know, I know my technology skills. Yeah, 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 yeah. My tech, yeah, my, my, my yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know a lot more, Reverend, you know a lot more. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. To keep a piece of information or memory, which means that you have to be selective of the information you are keeping your memory. Because the memory can only take so much. 
if you keep all the quarrels and insults between husband and wife, don't be enough space to keep all the good things that husband and wife have done. They can't keep it in their head. Because the memory is the memory. Yeah. You can buy external hard drive. Oh, gosh. Look at her. She is. I know, right? Deep inside. <laughs> but how many of you know that external hard drive is not always that you can carry around with you? It's a message on its own. It's a message on its own. It's a message on its own. Hmm. Yeah. Some of us, the good things are in the external hard drive. Then the memory that comes with the actual system, junk. Some of you, those of you like taking pictures of food and things all the time, you will see that, yeah, so that has filled your camera. Then the important things like maybe, no, even like messages, you know, like sermons, that, that one is, yeah. yeah. To remember means to recall, to recollect, to think of, to look back on. To not lose sight. To not forget. To take into account. You know, I, can't, I don't want to read it. When you go read um, Mark 8, you realize that the Pharisees were asking very foolish questions. And then the disciples were also wondering where they are going to get bread from. And, and Jesus had to come and say, hey, I fed you. I fed 5,000. Then we fed another 4,000. How come you've forgotten? Look at the Pharisees. I brought your ancestors out of Egypt. Look at the signs and wonders. Oh, gosh. And you think that I'll feed you this time? Remember, remember. Remember, remember. It also means to bear in mind or to bear someone in mind by making them a gift or making provision for them. What does that mean? It means that when you are able to go back to say thank you to somebody, or you remember somebody who helped you, you know? Remember when the Shunammite woman helped the prophet? He remembered. What does she need? What can I do for her? What does she want? Remember. You know, when you are blessed, when you prosper, take time out to remember people you can help. Remember people who were there when you didn't have anything. Remember people who came to your aid. They may not have done much, but just remembering and saying, you know what? I bought you a hamper. I got you this because I remember you were there for me. Yeah. A few years ago, I traveled somewhere, and then I went looking for this woman. And then I went to where she lived. And I even thought she wouldn't recognize me, but as soon as they brought me into where she was, she screamed and hugged, and then, and she was like, where have you been all these years, blah, blah, you know? you know, and I came, and I had some things for her, and she loved and loved and loved. Oh, she took my, I mean, the effort, I'd made a nice gift bag and put some things, and she was laughing, and then she called her husband. She said, hey, Gloria has grown up. <laughs> I was like, oh, I have come with. Then as we sat down, we had lunch, and she was like, do I know that of the three, so we're like three friends that she sort of knew our parents in different ways and somehow she just took a liking to all three of us and just 
pampered us for years and years and years. She said, do I know that I'm the only person who has ever come to look for her? And when I brought her my small gift that I thought, as I was leaving, she said, oh, I heard you had children names. Then she brought envelopes. Okay, the children now, after church, they're going to ask me, Mommy, where's our envelope? I don't remember you ever giving me an envelope. <laughs> okay, no, I think my daughter got her envelope. I don't know if she got it. She, said, <laughs> she, she brought envelopes with money in it. She said, it's for the kids. Whatever it is, and this is for you. And after all these years, even when she saw me, she still gave. I remembered her. And she was like, no, no, this, this person has, and one of them has become like a very big person in that place. And she was like, yeah, I see her on telly, but she has never come to. And you can see, I, recently my mom was telling me that, do I know that this woman, she won't be surprised that if the woman passes away, she'll leave something for me. I said, oh, it'll be a blessing because anything she leaves will be great. <laughs> Some of us sitting here, you can think of one or two people who were just good to us when they didn't need to be. They didn't owe us. They were not even blood-related, but they just so, so decided to be nice to us. Recover one's manners after a lapse. <laughs> to recover one's manners after a lapse. <laughs> you know, some of us, we backslide. It will be good to remember so that you correct yourself quickly and turn around. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened to the prodigal son. When you remember after a lapse, there'll be a turn around. There'll be a turn. Haven't you seen husbands who are, they, they, those kind of husbands, they'll go and chase women, chase women, and then they'll go and get into some bad situation. Sometimes it's too late. By the time they turn around, there's nobody behind. <laughs> but if, if God gives you grace and your lapse is not long enough and you remember, there'll be a turn around. There are people who have children, they don't look after their children. Turn around, turn around, turn around, turn around, turn around, turn around. Do something that one has undertaken to do or that is necessary or has been advised. To do something that one has undertaken to do. So if you have promised that I'll go and do this, remember and go and do it. If you have been advised to do something and then you remember and then you go and do it, remember good counsel. Remember good counsel. One of the greatest blessings you can have in your life is to remember the word of God. It's to remember what God says about the situation you are in. It's remember the challenge you're going through and what the word of God says about it. The greatest blessing you can have in your life is good counsel. And the thing that the devil also fights a lot is good counsel. Because if you take good counsel, your life will go a certain way. The Bible says that by good counsel, wage war. Do you understand? It says that in the multitude of counsel, there is safety. So it's the one thing he will fight. You are easily attracted to bad counsel. Go and insult them. Don't let them get away with it. Don't, don't, allow, them to, don't allow them to walk all over you. Don't, you see, it sounds sensible. It's bad counsel. Psalm 30, we're ending now. The King James, the verse 4 says that, Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints, 
of his and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. And give thanks when you remember the Lord. I was reading that passage. I, was, I just started reading the whole of Psalm 30 from verse 1 to 12. And then I noticed something. I realized that two words that are used across it, I and you. And I thought, I've read the scripture over and over. And I didn't realize that I have a place in it. And God, who is the you, also has a place in it. Maybe we should read it and then we'll go. Verse 1, we'll read from verse 1. It says that I will exalt you. I will exalt you. I will exalt God. So it means that deciding to acknowledge God, to remember God, is our choice. Then he says that I will exalt you. Why? Lord, for you rescued me. I'm reading the NLT. You refuse to let my enemies triumph over me. Oh, Lord, my God. I cried to you for help. And you restored my health. And you brought me up from the grave, oh Lord. And you kept me from falling into the pit of death. Sing to the Lord, all you godly ones. Attribute to the Lord everything. Everything. It, you might think that God was not in that situation. He was in it. He was in it. Yeah. When you is the one in charge, he will lead you well. When you, your Lord, is the one in charge, he will help you. Sometimes you think you can do it by your might and your strength. You cannot do it. As soon as I comes in, let's read verse 6. I pause to show you something. It says that when I was prosperous, I said nothing can stop me now. Forgetting that. Verse 7, your favor, O Lord, made me as secure as a mountain. Then you turned away from me, and I was shattered. I cried out to you, O Lord. I begged the Lord for mercy, saying, what will you gain if I die, if I sink into the grave? Can my dust praise you? Can it tell of your faithfulness? Hear me, O Lord, and have mercy on me. Help me, O Lord. May that be somebody's prayer today. That it wasn't I who prospered. It wasn't I who secured. It wasn't I. It wasn't I. Nothing can, a lot of things can stop me now unless God intervenes. Unless God comes to your aid. Unless God comes to my, unless God steps in. May the Lord have mercy on us. Then he says that you have turned my morning into joyful dancing. You have taken away my clothes of mourning and clothed me with joy. That I might sing praises unto you. I will give you thanks forever. Let even your eye be geared towards God. If you have to say I, the scripture said that if there's anything we will boast in, we will boast in the Lord. Your remembrance finally is affected by your level of spirituality or carnality. How spiritual you are or how carnal you are will determine. The extent to which you remember, the extent to which you give credence or you acknowledge God or even people. When you read Romans 8, you realize that, listen, if you are spiritual, you will remember God. If you are spiritual, you remember that it is God. You are fighting a battle. 
may we never forget. See, because if you don't remember, they say that if you don't remember, it means you are forgetting. If you don't remember, you are likely to overlook people, overlook things, overlook situations. If you don't remember, you can easily neglect blessings that are around you. Blessings are not just things. They are people. They are people. And if you don't remember, you will easily neglect people. You will easily neglect to help. You will easily neglect to say thank you. You will even neglect to bring what you have to bring to others. May we not be like the children of Israel who after all that God did for them, forgot to say thank you, forgot to remember, forgot it. May we never forget. May we never forget. 